Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever studious Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a good recording studio where you can go lay down some tracks. I don't think you are, man. The amount of times that we've recorded shit and you've like not had the chords in or like, you know, <laughs> deleted the file or like and we had to redo it. We I lost mean, a memory card like, recently. We've spent at least... 12 or 13 hours of our time recording that was not recorded. <laughs> yeah, well, we recently did a bunch, and then I, I'm pretty sure my dog ate them, or cat ate the memory card. It is nowhere to be found. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, So, yeah, I wouldn't say you, you're uh, – and right now you sound like you're underwater, and we tried to fix this <laughs> issue, and you're like, no, no, it's going to sound fine. And I'm like, on my end, you sound like you're in the 1930s. You know, talking through like one of those old, like, you know, scuba helmets that are like heavy steel. A dive bell. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So what have you been up to this week besides criticizing Uh, my audio? (laughs) Not much, man. Uh, Just, uh, you know, we got the baby and uh, we're meeting other people with babies. And I'm always amazed. Intentionally or? No, just like around, you know, it's like, I don't know. It's like, you know, when you're shopping for a Chevy, all you see is Chevys, you know, right? <laughs> and so we're meeting people and like, we're all like, oh, how old's your ba- How old's your kid? And they're always like 16 months, 17 months. And I'm like, why don't you just say they're a year and a half? Like you're either a year, a year and a half or two. Don't give me some math equation that I got to like, all of a sudden, like, you know, do, do math to figure out how old your child is. So what do people say? What do you tell people when they ask how old Elvis is? Three weeks. No, you got to be zero years. No, no, you don't have to do math to do three weeks. You don't have to do math to do 16 months. <laughs> not like if I said 21 days, then, you, then you'd have to do math for three weeks. <laughs> if you threw out uh, 708 hours. You can do the months up to a year. And then after a year, it's like, I'm a metric, man. Don't like, you know, <laughs> I don't have some. How, old, how old's your kid? 10 kilos. What? Don't, I don't need. Get, what is that in people? People years. <laughs> you got to go 28 baby years. What is it's, it's 437 months? It's like, where's the cutoff? It's got to be a one. And I'm putting my foot down. One year. That's it. I'm going to revert to telling people's Ella's, Ella's age in months. And how old is Ella in months? Uh, 258. That is not true. I don't, is yeah, it? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's pretty close. Uh, let's see. 12 times. So it was like 258 months. You're like, so she's nine. <laughs> <laughs> so when she was 18, she was 216. So she's 226. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah, it's pretty close. See? How old are you? How old are you? Oh, and, geez. 9,000 months. <laughs> Yeah, you got to be what, like 580? <laughs> Let's see. Uh, 12 t- times 44. 528. You're in the ballpark. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. 
welcome, welcome to Matt and Louie do math. I'm not. I'm podcast. just saying when I I'm not. I don't. You say 17 months. I'm just being polite. I don't really care how old your kid is, but I'm not putting it together. If she say 17 months, I'm assuming they're five. Yeah, <laughs> your kid can can breathe. Two years <laughs> minimum. All right, Louie, let's get to, uh, you know, this is going to be a rerun episode because uh, we didn't have time to do some stories. So we're going to do some past stories that we have uh, talked about in the past. And uh, we hope that you enjoy them for the second time or for the first time. It's 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 like going to church after you've reborn. Have you been reborn? Yeah, I guess. It's, it's like it's like eating a ham sandwich after you've been off the hog for a while. There you go. There you go. All right. Let's get to it. Yep. Let's get to some weird news. All right. This uh, story comes from DallasNews.com. We're digging deep now. Under the crime category. <laughs> came out on April 20th, 420. Yeah, it's a, it, uh, it's a 420 crime. It's just a coincidence. That's funny. Texas man who stole $1.2 million in fajitas gets 50 years in prison. Grand theft carbs. Yeah, right? He was so... It was 420. He was so hungry. <laughs> He ate 1.2 million in fajitas. A former South Texas Juvenile Justice Department employee was sentenced Friday to 50 years in prison after pleading guilty to stealing 1.2 million worth of fajitas with county funds. That's a lot of fajita. That was like a commercial. <laughs> that, was, that was like the, the, the salsa commercials. New York City, that's a lot of fajita. <laughs> you, you put 1.2 million fajitas under your coat? and walk out? I have to imagine this is over time. Let's dig in. It's like in uh, Great Escape when they have the dirt from the tunnels in their pockets and they walk upstairs and they drop it out of their oh, pants. Oh yeah, and Shawshank too. Yeah. Yeah. Except he's doing the fajitas. Why is he dropping the fajitas on the ground? So he doesn't get caught. It's reverse. Wait, so he bought the fajitas <laughs> in your in your weird in my, makeshift? In my scenario, he's just stealing them and then leaving them in the parking lot. Just, okay, for, for the crows. <laughs> yeah, he, okay. he's feeding the crows. Uh, Gilberto Escamilla, 53, who worked at a Cameron County Juvenile Justice Department, was arrested in August after a driver from Labatt Food Service in Harlingen called the department's kitchen and said he was delivered in delivering an 800-pound order of fajitas, according to the Brownsville Herald. You don't just stick those up your keister. You, I mean, that's a lot of fajitas. To Wait, steal. so I'm confused. So this guy works at the Justice Department, and he bought 800 pounds of fajitas that cost $1.2 million? I think so. What the hell is this guy doing? He, he, he what's the street value? Like, <laughs> yeah, is he flipping these? He's, flipping he's these. cutting them with corn tortillas. <laughs> he's, he's cutting them with French fries. <laughs> the kitchen employee told the driver that the juvenile department does not serve fajitas, but the driver told her that he had been delivering fajitas there for the past nine years. Okay, gotcha. So this was over a long period of time. This guy, he just loves fajitas. I, he, that's got to be it. That's crazy. He, uh, he's on a strict fajita diet but I, I can't imagine how much is 800 pounds of fajitas and how you would sneak it out because it's been de- being delivered there for nine years well wouldn't they go bad 
like I mean, that's eight hundred pounds of fajitas. I mean, how many? I mean, one fajita is probably a pound. I, w- I would bet it's probably a couple to a pound. Okay, so let's say they're three pounds. It's still like yeah, you have, have they go bad. You have to eat it. Yeah, over time. He's not sick of fajitas. He's like maybe this time we'll order quesadillas. He's, he's a conscientious <laughs> orderer. Man. He's like ordering Costco bulk. He orders in bulk. Yeah, it was going to be seventy years, but they let him off. They're like, well, you know, you did us a favor. You actually saved us money you on the fajitas. <laughs> Escamilla was fired from his job and arrested the next day. When officers searched his house, they found packages of the stolen food in his refrigerator. So he's just keeping it at home. He's hoarding fajitas. Wow. I mean, how how many freezers do you need for eight? hundred pounds that's got to be a lot you know like as a kid when your mom like just makes the same thing over and over again yeah. i imagine his kid being like fajitas again <laughs> oh yeah but i just got you that new bike yeah like you know got you that bike reselling fajitas <laughs> i'm an importer exporter of fajitas <laughs> who buys like bootleg fajitas like i get like a bootleg springsteen concert tape you know he's got the uh, he's got the trench coat with like the watches but they're all like different fajitas it's like i got vegetarian i got vegano uh officials said he took one million two hundred fifty one thousand five hundred seventy eight dollars worth of fajita orders and delivered them to his own customers the herald reported so he was he was flipping. rolling he was. He was flipping them. He has his own side business. How awesome is this guy's a badass? He's got like a lemonade fajita stand. Yeah. He saw a need for it in the market and was like, hey, I got the funds here. Yeah. It was selfish. It started small and got bigger and out of control. Escamilla said while testifying in court, it got to the point where I couldn't it got, control it, it anymore. Like, it was like, it started small and got to... It, it, his fajita theft is larger than the gross domestic product of Mexico. <laughs> That's hilarious. He has like nine people working for him in the fajita <laughs> flipping it, business. It, he's got the distributor. He's got the street level guy on the bicycle at the corner. <laughs> All the like, he says, it got to the point where I couldn't control it anymore. It's like he's like the Walter White of <laughs> Fajita businesses. Just one more because I have cancer. <laughs> I'm just trying to pay for my kids' college and to get the, the afford chemo. Cameron County Assistant District Attorney Peter Gilman asked visiting state district judge Manuel Banales to give Escamilla a 50-year sentence to send a message that theft by public servants warrants a long prison sentence. I like it. We got to send a message about fajita theft. 50 years is a long time, though. I, mean, I don't think, like, if you stole $1.5 million, you would, or $1.2 million, if you just stole it from a bank, you wouldn't get 50 years. Yeah, I agree. I think, but also. And what's the statute of limitations on fajita theft? Yeah. Like, I think when years. it grows mold. Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, you know. The statute of limitations is the expiration date on the package. I think so. I like that they're prepackaged, what's, too. Yeah, the prepackaged fajitas. I mean, that's a little. That's a little Who's gross. rebuying prepackaged fajitas? Hey, man. I've bought some weird stuff in my life. <laughs> what I'm amazed at is, like, yeah, okay, this guy got 50 years for selling. So he spent $1.2 million to buy the. Specifically, fajitas. You think you would branch out after he's been doing it for nine years you know yeah like, at least like have quesadillas. some like, yeah, or like some you know quesadillas some tacos you know yeah or mix up the cuisine because yeah. you're saturating the market really it's, it's true but, maybe those the, the these prepackaged fajitas are so good yeah now i want to try one yeah that i mean but the question is so he got 50 50 years in prison and i'm wondering like Okay, why didn't they just seize a, his bank account and make him pay the money back? I mean, he probably has the money. Over nine years, though. Oh, so he spent it? I, I bet he did. 
But can you imagine now there's a financial hit to this fajita company that's been selling a hundred grand a year and over a hundred grand in fajitas? You know what they should do is they when he goes to prison they just serve him fajitas. <laughs> so yeah, so this guy that's crazy. What a what, I'm I on some level he's kind of a genius that he took something so insignificant that you don't think you could flip for money and. And how bloated is the the system there, the the county, when you're missing over a hundred grand a year? That's crazy. They, sh- to be honest, they should do what like the FBI did with that one guy who like forged checks all the time. The Catch Me If You Can. Oh guy. yeah, yeah, the Abbey Mail guy. Yeah. So that that guy, if you've never seen Catch Me If You Can, he would. For- this is in like the seventies. He'd forge checks, and he was such a good check forger that he made millions of dollars convinced people that he was a pilot a doctor he worked at all these well he he passed the bar i think he counterfeited certificates and stuff and the fbi he was so good at it instead of imprisoning him the fbi hired him to catch check forgery so they're gonna hire him to be the fajita forgery totally (laughs) they should hire him to be sort of the entrepreneur to see the outward enterprise he's the fajita forgery czar (laughs) he's like all right taste these fajitas and let us know if we can flip these (laughs) are these flippable fajitas (laughs) 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 or we think this guy's uh on the street is selling them taste it can you tell me where it's from oh poor guy man this guy 50 years in prison dude he is gonna have people in prison are gonna have a heyday with him what are you in for 12 million carbs. <laughs> I caused obesity in this county. I killed 500 people slowly over time via obesity and, <laughs> and cholesterol. But it's still a heavy head count. <laughs> Don't mess with that guy, man. That guy's crazy. <laughs> no, that, guy, that guy will force feed you fajitas. <laughs> for days. For nine years. I like That's a good story. I like that one. News story part two. This story comes from nine news.com. That is uh, the number nine, not German no news. <laughs> right? Nine news. Uh, so it's the type, the top of it says crime, and then the title is Woman. I, okay, I don't know if this is really crime. We're not into it yet. This but. is crime. This is the worst type of crime. The title is Woman cited for allegedly causing urine to explode in 7-Eleven microwave. You, you, is, is that crime or is that just you, a good time? You had me at urine in microwave. <laughs> the officer said he told the woman the microwave is worth $500 and issued her a summons for damaged property, the police report said. I like how the police officer is like the, the appraiser. He's like, you know that microwave? 500 bucks. Top of the line microwave, yeah, just so you know. At the 7-Eleven. It's industrial. She's like, I know that. That's why I put my <laughs> urine in there. Yeah. What, do you think just any any microwave can handle my pee? She's like, you know how many 7-Elevens I went to to find this microwave? <laughs> I could have gone to the Best Buy and done it for a $79 one. No. <laughs> the article goes, Aurora police cited a Denver woman for allegedly damaging a 7-Eleven microwave by heating up what appeared to be urine. Causing. I like I like what appeared. You couldn't what smelled to be urine. What smell? Yeah, I should have been what smelled to be urine. Yeah, it would be like, if, it would if, tasted a lot like urine. Exactly. I think vision of of determining what's piss. Uh, vision is the last sense I would use. This is true, and that probably is maybe the, hearing. I I would think the 
the urine in the microwave is probably the cleanest thing that's been in that 7-Eleven microwave. Yeah. Right? 7-Eleven microwave by heating up what appeared to be urine, causing the urine to explode. The police officer who cited Angelique Sanchez, 26, wrote in his report that he found Sanchez at a Concentra Health Clinic about a half mile north of the 7-Eleven at 3200 Chambers Road. Totally not necessary to put the address of the specific 7-Eleven. I think that is information I want to know because I'm not going to microwave a burrito in that microwave. Well, I think... like, it, Or if I'm going to do it, I'm going to put a paper plate down. If you are microwaving food at 7-Eleven, I would think that things have not gone well for you in that specific day. Yeah. I think of the two instances I've probably microwaved something at 7-Eleven, the day the ball had already rolled all the way down the hill. Well, and this is why this is in the crime section, because I believe this is an act of domestic terrorism. (laughs) I think it might be. What if she's like the pee pee bomber? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I saw the... I was at a museum. I saw the shoe bomber shoes. Yeah. And... And it's crazy because after that happened, it didn't ex- detonate. Yep. We have to take our shoes off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what happens if- Except for me, because I'm pre-check. Well, okay, stop. You don't need to brag. All right. Are you pre-check? Of course I'm pre-check. Okay. Sorry, sorry. But I don't go around bragging about it. I don't. I, the, I, I was at an airport that didn't have pre-check, and so I had to like take my laptop out of my backpack. You're like, it, you feel like- Yeah. I you're feel, slumming it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You're like, geez, I, do you know who I am? Yeah. Do I look like I don't have $83 to spend on <laughs> seven years? Look at this flannel shirt. This is designer flannel. But what I'm saying is that because of this specific thing that happened, um, one person tried to make a, make a bomb out of a shoe. What happens if someone ma- could, ma- could make a bomb out of urine? Well, it's have like, you, do, when we go through, you know, security check, do we all have to like drain our bladders? <laughs> Like what happens? What happens if that technology existed? You know? Yeah. Oh, the the microwave urine bomb exists. Uh, have you heard of the trucker bombs? Oh yeah. <laughs> but I don't think people at home. Yeah, might if know. you don't, I, know. I know what they are. I learned about these from a, a poster at a rest stop where it has the picture of a like a gallon of milk, like a plastic gallon yeah. thing, and it says this is not a urinal. So I guess what the truckers do is they pee into the gallon of milk, toss it out the window, and then, like, cars hit them, or, or they heat up in the summer and explode and, yeah. and shoot pee everywhere. Yeah. Well, maybe this woman was a trucker. May, yeah. Well, that's okay. all she knows. So I only know peeing in microwaves. When I was 19 and 20, I toured the country in my, in my van. All I right. lived in my van, and I toured. I went to every state doing uh, school assembly programs, and I did this for two years, and... I I am guilty of doing that, you know. You're on the road and you, you don't pull want, over. You to don't do want to pull or? over. There's maybe, there's no, maybe it's freezing outside. Uh. You know, you're in the cold, and so you just find a you know wide lipped. <laughs> You're like very wide lipped. <laughs> so I, the biggest, essentially, I, I have to get a kiddie pool. Yeah, I find a a, a a gas gallon, you know, an oil an oil drum. You have something that is large and. Um, and you pee while you drive. All and right. um, I have had accidents like where I've it's overflowed or uh, you know it's it's and it is, it is <laughs> I, I like how, a specific type of skill. You know, the first thing I thought we did accidents like you ram someone while you're no peeing. no no. But yeah, like you overthrow or like I pee all over. My, I've had that before. <laughs> and then you go into the elementary school and you're like, hey. hey What's up? <laughs> I don't. I think the pee smell probably was the the nicer smell of the <laughs> the smells that were emanating from me from the van from living in the van. Like oh wow. Um, 
Um, it's funny, like when I was a teenager, me and my buddy, uh, Anthony Thalhammer, we went to see, I forget what movie we were seeing, but he didn't, he was so into the movie, he didn't want to leave. And so he's like, I got to pee. And I'm like, okay, we'll go. He's like, I'm not leaving. So he had like a Coke. and he he's peeing in the movie theater in the coke bottle and then all of a sudden you hear dude it's about to overflow and the people are like starting to look over and i don't know uh for you female listeners if there are any who knows it is it's hard as a man i don't know if this is with women but for guys it's hard to stop peeing in the middle of it so yeah it's very painful you need to do your man kegels yeah it's uh it's a little bit painful to like be peeing and then you just sort of stop and hold it yeah and so he just he had to keep going and some of it overflowed in the so then we had to move move seats in the middle of moving there i was like is this easier than than you just going to the bathroom dude (laughs) i like how you move seats Because it was, there was pee on the ground. <laughs> but not like too... Was it busy at the theater? Yeah, it was like, you know, half full. You okay. Know, it wasn't like a... You're like, the Matrix is awesome. So, anyways, this woman... Back to the back to the story. <laughs> According to the May 3rd Aurora Police Department report, Sanchez was waiting for a physical and urine analysis and f- for a future job, okay? That's, yeah, well, it's good she's trying to get work. Yeah. Nine News medical expert Camilla Season said one of the quality check measures for a urine drug screening is to make sure that it is at body temperature, 98.6 degrees, plus or minus a few degrees. So, right, so they're going to paraphrase the person that is the quality che- urine quality checker, and so they kind of break her her statement up but so it says yeah so matt's not having a stroke while yeah sorry just so you know the only kind of rationale would be that after you'd say given a urine sample and it gets to room temperature which we know whatever the ambient temperature is maybe that's 70 degrees whatever the day is now you feel the need to warm it up to body temperature Maybe that would be a reason to put it into a micro- microwave. Oh, so she's saying that she might have peed a few days ago. Yes, that's why she's warming it up. Put it in the micro- microwave. To get it to 98.6. Wouldn't I just wait till a day? Like, I'm not going to apply to a job if I need to doctor my pee till it's like 98 degrees well, they, out. You know, they do interviews on specific days. You can't de- determine. Dude, I like, only apply for a job in the summer. <laughs> I only apply for days. I only apply for jobs on days that are warm. Wouldn't an easier way be just like, Put the pee in a Ziploc bag and like hold it under your armpit. Yeah, no, I think the microwave I just hacked. Is, I just hacked the microwave system. No, I think the microwave is good. You know, because you can can't you regulate the exact temperature that it's going to be at? Not in my microwave, but a five hundred dollar microwave. The ones at Seven Eleven, you can. Yeah, all right. You're they, like they, I mean, they I, have they have freezing, scalding hot, <laughs> molten lava hot. Yeah. <laughs> burn the shit out of your mouth hot. Um, Sassin adding the that. Assassin added that putting urine in a microwave can also destroy the urine by causing it to overheat. Putting food in a microwave has been known to destroy food as well. There's all these different ways that laboratory tests can be done to basically look for samples that are not fresh, that are not clean, that are not given at that moment, she said. That sounds like a BS line that you say where you're like, oh, that's going to go on your permanent record. It's going to follow you the rest of your life. It sounds like an empty, like... yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's like that's the uh, health department equivalent of putting up the uh, you may be videotaped. Yeah, right. And not have a camera. 
It is true. Like they're trying to like scare you. Like we have so many ways to find out what you've been taking. We have MIT on the fake we, urine biz. We know that you've smoked weed in the last month. If you've drank alcohol, if you've watched YouTube, like what sort of yeah? You know? <laughs> I know about your four hundred one k from your pee. You, here's the thing: you're smoking too much marijuana, and you got to save a little bit more. <laughs> that Seven Eleven clerk called the police on Sanchez after the clerk reportedly witnessed Sanchez place something in the microwave at the store, according to the report. That's a little weird reason to call the police. So. Yeah. She put something in the microwave. I know. It could have been a burrito. Could have been a cup of urine. And then she stood there for a while. Staring at it. (laughs) The report said the clerk told the police she heard a loud bang several seconds after Sanchez placed the liquid into the microwave. Sanchez looked at the microwave and walked out the door, the report said. So that's a rookie mistake is leaving the cap on 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 your pee when you microwave it. Yeah. Yeah. Classic rookie bomber. Yeah. Pee bomber mistake. That's like putting foil in the microwave exact same thing the clerk told police she noticed yellow liquid dripping from the microwave and the smell was unquestionably urine according to the report so apparently sanchez does not drink a lot of water is what i'm yeah according to the report the clerk asked sanchez to clean up the mess or she would call the police sanchez wiped out the microwave wiped out the microwave onto the floor the report says well yeah that's how is she going to do it? Absorb it with paper towels? <laughs> <laughs> have you ever used a 7-Eleven paper towel? <laughs> I don't think they have them. At exactly. Sanchez, they're just like, use your shirt like everyone else does. <laughs> Sanchez left and the clerk called the police according to the report. She reportedly told the police officer that she had cleaned up the mess and did not understand the problem, the report said. Yeah, I like how it's like, as long as I clean it up, I can go take a poop on the floor. But if I wipe it up... The Tim Horton pooper. Yeah. Maybe she... Maybe they're in hoots these two same lady when i reminded her that urine blew up where people prepare their food she told me it was not real urine the officer wrote in the report (laughs) my fake urine why were you heating up fake urine yeah well you have to get it to the temperature in which the urine analysis people are accustomed to oh yeah sorry i just got here fake urine where do you get fake urine yeah i please tell me that they sell at the weed store. Please tell me that they have fake urine at the weed store. That would uh, they be have to. the most genius weed at your kids. All right, so I just typed fake urine into the Google, and the first thing that popped up was fake urine near me. That's amazing. <laughs> For 20 bucks at uh, carolina.com, simulated urine, comma, normal. What does that mean? I don't know what normal is pee it is. Is it pig urine? <laughs> All right. Can be used as normal control for pH, gravity, glucose, creatines. Um, now, oh, simulated urine high. Does that mean it's... Oh, that's with high proteins. Okay. Not uh, not high people's... <laughs> high proteins? <laughs> I guess. In case you're, you're, you're lacking certain proteins, drink this fake urine. I thought it was like simulated urine for people who are high. In case you don't like those vitamin supplements we have and you love drinking urine, we've put the two together. $2 more a bottle, too. $2 a bottle? Yeah. All right, I'm adding this to my Amazon wish list. Oh, my God. Yeah, and you're going to start getting like weird recommendations. If you like urine, you'll love this fake poop. <laughs> <laughs> if she has a receipt for fake urine, I'd let her off. Yeah, absolutely. All right. The police officer wrote in his report that he told an employee at Concentra that Sanchez should not be allowed to take a urine analysis test that day. Concentra complies with federal and state laws as well as companies' guidelines regarding drug testing, said the company in an emailed statement. Sanchez has been arrested 
a number of times and convicted of theft according to the Colorado criminal background check. Because you know what comes up in a urine analysis? Theft. Yeah, right? <laughs> that would be crazy. Like, your whole police record is in, the, in, in your DNA. <laughs> it's got your grades on it. It is your permanent record. Now, I have um, taken a lot of uh, pee tests in my life because I was a very troubled teenager. Uh-huh. And uh, I have tried to cheat the system many ways. Did you try and put the penny in your urethra? I have uh, have not done the penny. I know that would be very painful. I have done. I've had other people pee for me and carried their pee in for into a bathroom. Did it work? Um, yes. Um, I u- used niacin uh, in the past, which was a nightmare. Um, I've drank a lot of vinegar, like like a half a bottle of vinegar before. Uh-huh. I mean, I've done all sorts of stuff, man. So the only one is the only one that worked uh mule in someone else's pee. Yeah. The other pee would definitely work. Oh, that's, you know, yeah. now did you buy it? I heard there was like a clean. No, pee I, just had a, I just had a friend. I just had a friend. Okay. You know, pee in a bag for me. All right. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, normal friend stuff. Yeah. That's how we do it. I should do that. You know, I, cause I, I, you know what I would do is I would just drive around. If I was a kid, just drive around looking for, for a trucker bomb and take it back. Uh, that pee is not clean at all. <laughs> what are you talking about? Super That's messed up. It's going to be worse than the, whatever you're doing. I guarantee it. <laughs> They're truckers who pee into <laughs> bottles and throw them out the window. How is that going to be better? <laughs> they made, clearly made better life choices than you. <laughs> if you're driving down the road looking, looking for them. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. You could sell your pee on Craigslist. You know, if you have a clean pee. Oh, yeah. You know, just add. It's like, I have, you know, I haven't done d- drug in 20 years. Like, I'll, I'll pee into a bag for you. Well, for, the- um, okay, so this woman. Um, you know, so people who meet you and me, I think are surprised neither of us do any drugs. <laughs> it's, this is true. I was, I was in uh, Nassau with a comedian friend of mine, and we were walking around. Because I get offered drugs all the time. Me too. Constantly. And he was like, you know, I've been here 40 times. I've never been offered drugs once. And he's like, You've, we've, I've been here 10 minutes with you. We've been offered drugs six times. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it, people are very shocked that we don't do drugs. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's odd. Well, like I walk my dog through this route uh, by a high school by this pond. And so one day there are a bunch of high school kids at lunchtime smoking weed on the, on the trail. And they're like, ooh, we're hiding it. I'm like, I don't care. So then the next day I walk by and one of the, it was one of the same kids with a bunch of other new kids. We're walking and the kids start hiding their weed and the kid who's seen me before is like, oh no, he's cool. Nah, he's cool. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like, not he, a narc. He told me, he's like, no, nah, he's cool. He's cool. So we walk up and he's like, yeah, you want some? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't smoke weed. And then the one of the girls like, can I pet your dog? I'm like, sure. And then we're leaving. She's like, that guy restored my faith in humanity. Oh, my God. <laughs> Look at that. You know, you just never know the, the sort of impact you're going to have. I on just changed life. that girl's life. She's like, now I can smoke weed by the pond. She is a she's a pastor now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in the two weeks since I walked my dog. <laughs> she, she, she went to a religious school. Um, so this woman, she... Uh, I don't know what she was clearly trying to skip a get a tr- clean test, yeah. right? Heat it up in a Seven Eleven microwave. I would think you know Seven Eleven that should that should be a, a something a service that they provide. Yeah, it should be like I'll have the big bite hot dog and can you warm this pee? Absolutely. And doesn't everyone know though? You warm up pee in a pot of water uh, and then you test it on the inside of your wrist like a baby bottle. That's how you know. <laughs> to be honest, like uh, I bought a. In Thailand, at a 7-Eleven, I bought a plane ticket. 
What? For $32, I bought a one-way ticket from Chiang Mai to Phuket at a 7-Eleven. That's awesome. And so I'm thinking, like, if I could buy a plane ticket, I should be able to warm my pee up, right? Yeah. I mean, that should, I think this is a service that 7-Eleven should provide to two yeah. people. I need a money order, I need some warm pee, and a plane ticket. I'm going to assume that 70% of the people that eat their dinner at 7-Eleven probably also need to have a fake pee to cheat their pee test. I think that might be a safe assumption. I Who knows? Maybe that microwave was bit by a jellyfish yeah. and she was just doing a service. I was actually saving the $500 microwave. <laughs> no, no, officer. Someone heated up a jellyfish in that microwave before and then it infected it. Yeah. And so I just put, I peed in a, a bottle and put it in there and boom. Well, and then if I was her, I'd be like, you know what? I cleaned it good enough. Who knows how to clean better than a meth head? Yeah, maybe she, maybe this is her art. You know what I mean? She just goes around and she's like, this is what I think about 7-Eleven. P-bomb. Boom. And I'm at, that that's her. <laughs> she, has, she has a grant. She's a nonprofit. <laughs> yeah. She's federally funded. <laughs> the irony is she has to take that P-test to, <laughs> to get the, the grant. <laughs> this is her Pell grant. <laughs> Condition of the grant. She has clear, clear P-test. Yeah, because there is. There's... um. There is an artist that paints with his fecal matter, and there's tons of people who do blood painting. Yeah, you know that's a I wouldn't. That's not an uncommon thing. You yep. know, uh, to use that their their medium is uh, fluids that come from them. I have for uh, some atomic marbles. So yeah. they're mar- marbles that a bit that, that are exposed to uranium, and so they glow. You put them under black light. Yeah. So I bought a black light flashlight. And I've always wanted to turn it on in places, but it's going to ruin everything. So yeah. now I think we should take it. We should go to a 7-Eleven and shine it on the microwave. Oh, yeah. See what... Yeah, see what's in there? Yeah. Oh, man. It's going to be worse than a Motel 6. Oh. There. All right. If we do this, we'll, we'll make a video of it. And we'll put it up on the website. All right. Sometimes fake pee works. Sometimes it doesn't. Oh, the the verdict's out. Yep. I would love if, it, if their review was like, guaranteed pass of any urine test. Oh, I think there are sites 100% that do that. 100% guarantee that you will pass your urine test. Well, it's like there's those, uh, the car radar things are like, guaranteed you won't get a speeding ticket with the Cobra. Oh, that. And then if you do, do they pay the speeding ticket? I think ticket? they do, yeah. And so if you don't pass the P test, they give you but your, think, your salary of what you would have gotten. Yeah, well, <laughs> they give you, they take care of your kid. Yeah. <laughs> They're making your social security payments. <laughs> So, the moral of the story is, if you do put your, your pee in the microwave, take the lid off. Take the lid off. Poke and, a couple holes in that bad boy. Yeah, bring some paper towels. You know, do it. Don't, don't be... Be responsible. Don't be a douchebag. Yeah. Pretend like it's your house. Yeah. <laughs> Except clearly your house doesn't have a microwave. <laughs> my house doesn't have a microwave. I have to heat my pee in my oven, which yeah. is a nightmare. <laughs> Old school stuff. <laughs> yeah. Got to preheat it to 475. I, I've got to go outside with a magnifying glass on a summer <laughs> yeah. day. <laughs> I have I've once cooked top ramen. This is pinnacle of my life. I once cooked top ramen by candlelight. <laughs> With a candle, I cooked top ramen. How that? How long did it have to take? Like hours. It took a long time, man. It was a one time on a road trip. I threw the hot dog in the engine of my oh yeah seventy eight Ford Fairmont. When I lived in that van, I had a little. Um, uh, water boiler that you can plug into your fire or your cigarette lighter. Uh-huh. I, I lived by that. Cup of noodles. It was that was saved my life. Jiffy pop over the engine. Uh, totally, man. Yeah. That's where it's at. Th- yeah, that, I like this one. I like it. Um, it's, a, it's a good, nice moral lesson. <laughs> Thank you.
that's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening to our repeat episode. Louie and I will be back with a brand new episode next week at our usual time. Of course, if you have not given us a five-star review, do it now. Stop, put, hit pause, go where you are, and give us a five-star review. Yep, you can give us five-star wherever you want. and get, Put some words of encouragement in it, too. Like, yeah. these guys are perfect, but they could be a little bit better. They, they spent half an hour doing math at the beginning <laughs> before I got to hear stories I've already heard. But I'm smarter for it now. <laughs> if you want to check out Louis Fox, you can do it at louisfox.com. And if you want to check out Mr. Matthew Baker, you can do that at comedystuntshow.com or at uh, apparently the baby meetup in Eugene. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can also check out our site, oddandoffbeat.com. If you want to hear our other podcast, which is the Moisture Festival podcast, uh, you can check that out wherever you got this at and also on the moisturefestival.org website. And it has a list of all the people that we've interviewed for the Moisture Festival, which is uh, in March. It's coming up. Yep. We want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Out and Off Beat podcast. Today's show is sponsored by the Homeless Slug Association. Donate today and help make a slug a snail.